Hi, and welcome to another episode of Pasha. My name is Inas Kosana. And I'm Nondobegum Chaili. Thank you for joining us. Today's episode looks at the different symptoms associated with COVID-19. Before we begin, it's important to note that in most cases, people with COVID-19 are asymptomatic. This means they show no signs of being ill at all. Joining us, we have Tom Boyles, an infectious disease specialist at Wits University in South Africa. He starts off by telling us about symptomatic and asymptomatic patients. It's actually not an easy question to answer, the proportion of patients with COVID who are asymptomatic. And uh, you know, I've been looking at a number of studies which have asked this question, and they come, with a, come up with a very wide range of answers. And there's an excellent summary on the Centre for Evidence-Based Medicine website from Oxford in the UK, And they have looked at um, a number of studies, about 12 studies, and the number they come up with is anywhere between 5% and 80%. So that's a huge range. And um, the the reason is because all the studies are slightly different than because these studies are are quite difficult to do. And it depends um, who you're studying, their age group, um, when during uh, their disease that you're studying them, because uh, some people will be asymptomatic and test positive, uh, but then a few days later they'll develop symptoms, and that would have been called a pre-symptomatic patient rather than an asymptomatic patient. Tom went on to say that it's not possible to give a definitive answer, and we'll probably know the answer to these questions later on when the pandemic is finally over, and when researchers can do a population survey and find out how many people have antibodies. That will tell us how many people have had the infection. It will be difficult to ascribe symptoms because you'll have cases where people will report no symptoms. There'll also be cases where people could have had a cough or a cold, and it will be difficult to know whether these symptoms were due to the coronavirus or something else. So I don't think we'll ever get an absolute answer to this question. Um, but if you know, if you take a, rel- a midpoint between the 5 and the 80, then you could probably imagine that it might be as many as half of people are asymptomatic. But the, um, the errors on that number and the confidence intervals on that number are extremely wide. Um, and so I don't think we're, we'll ever have a really, really um, tight number for that figure. The model that was used in South Africa that was uh, widely publicized uh, used an assumption that 75% of people would be asymptomatic. Um, that's certainly very much at the higher end of the range, um, particularly as people who um, are, are pre-symptomatic are sometimes um, included in that, and pre-symptomatic people will become, by definition, symptomatic later. But why do some people show symptoms of COVID-19 and others don't? Yeah, so that's also a very interesting question. Uh, it's a very new illness, so um, we don't have all the answers, of course. It's only been around really since the end of last year. And we've got other illnesses that have been around for thousands of years, like tuberculosis, where we don't have that answer, um, why somebody gets sick in one part of their body or another part of their body, or why somebody gets sick and other people get less sick. Um, but it you know, not surprisingly, there do, do seem to be genetic components. So there have been a number of studies looking at, for example, um, identical twins and non-identical twins, um, showing that some uh, that, uh, there, that there are genetic factors at play. There's something called the um, human leukocyte antigen (HLA), um, and it's, there have been some studies showing that if that people have different HLA genotypes and um, some of them are more susceptible to symptoms than others. So 
There could also be environmental reasons like inoculum effects. So it's possible that some people who have a, a large inoculum, when they first exposed to the virus, they take in a lot compared to someone who takes in a small amount that might affect um, viral replication. There are a lot of factors at play, and the biggest one is probably age. We now know in terms of severity of the disease, the older you are, the more at risk you are, and that effects is profound. The chance of you dying at older than 80 compared to under 50 is something like 10 times more likely. We know that children are generally asymptomatic. So age is an association, but the question is, what is the cause? Some people think it might be this thing called the ACE2 receptor, uh, which is where the virus binds. But ironically, the, um, the people who have the most receptors, that's the children, seem to have less disease. And so that seems a little bit strange that if you have more ACE2 receptors you, which bind the virus, you have less disease. But that's a, a possible reason why um, younger, very young people have um, milder disease uh, or, or asymptomatic disease and older people have more severe disease. For those who do show symptoms, what are the most common ones? The common symptoms we've known for some time. So the, the key three symptoms are cough, fever and shortness of breath. And we know that um, the majority of patients will have those, those common symptoms. There are a multitude of less common symptoms. Um, and these go through fatigue and, and muscle aches, headaches, um, loss of sense of smell is an interesting one, or loss of uh, taste, sore throat, occasionally uh, runny nose, nausea and vomiting, diarrhea, um, sometimes confusion. So there, there actually is a, a whole range of possible symptoms. Um, the, the, the real question from a doctor's point of view, from a clinician's point of view, is it's not so much what are all the possible symptoms, but how do they link together? So you know, as a doctor, I'm going to anyone who's got cough, fever or shortness of breath during this pandemic, I'm going to consider may have COVID and I'm going to want to isolate them and test them. If the patient also presents with diarrhea or abdominal pain, it doesn't really change what the doctor does. The question is in the patients who don't have a cough, fever and shortness of breath. What are their symptoms? That's not presented very well in medical literature. And it isn't clear when you read all the studies what percentage of patients have diarrhea, for example. We've read reports saying that people often show odd symptoms. For example, some COVID-19 patients have reported issues with their eyes, others with their lungs. Some have had severe strokes and others red swollen toes. Can you explain why this is happening? Why are people affected differently? You know, in terms of symptoms, we talked about some of the more common ones. There are also the stranger ones that people read about, such as um, reddening of the toes, things like stroke, uh, which you don't normally um, associate with an infection um, and heart attack. Some of the reasons why people get different symptoms are undoubtedly genetic. As we talked about severity, um, there's definitely evidence that people with different genetic makeup are susceptible to um, different symptoms. And that's something which will be teased out over time. Also, there, it probably relates to underlying comorbidities. So we know that this disease seems to interfere with blood clotting, um, either through platelets or through coagulation cascade. And so um, we know that people are getting, um, getting clots that they wouldn't otherwise get. 
And so this is this might be the reason why um, people get these um, funny rashes on the ends of their toes. It might be that it's not the definite reason, but it could be the reason. And um, it seems to be the reason why we're seeing people with uh, strokes and heart attacks as their as, as what's actually their presenting features. And um, it would seem reasonable that someone who's already got an underlying predisposition, so maybe early coronary artery disease or early um, vascular disease, might be more prone to um, developing a dangerous clot which turned into a stroke. It's probably a mixture of genetic components which you can't change, and it's probably the phenotype of the person and what morbidities they already have. Most COVID-19 patients will hardly display any signs of illness, but a small percentage shows signs of strange complications associated with the disease. Thanks for tuning in to this episode, produced by Ozea Patel. From me, Ina. And from me, Nondobegom Jali. It's bye for now.